The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert, and on this channel we talk Kanye West. And today we are talking a conspiracy theory about Kanye potentially uh, making a subliminal gesture to Drake with the na 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 single cover. So you may remember just the other day, Kanye tweets out na 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 as a single is releasing and that this art was done by West Lang and it was the accompanying art. And it's this cool use of color, right? You have this pink, you have the yellow sun in the middle of it, and then the skeleton kind of doing the arm thing there, which is nice. You don't typically see a skeleton with that color. It's just striking. But Dr. Sweets here points out the fact that this has a similar look to this image. Now this image, huh. So Drake fans probably know this image more, but there was a rumor earlier on Twitter in 2019, which is where I first saw it, associated with Drake forthcoming album being called Skeleton King. And that this was the image associated with it. This was gonna be the cover and I, that sounded awesome to me. Like, I love the name, I love the image. And then it turned out all of that was fake. So when Dr. Sweets posts this, I'm just like, oh, so just connecting it to the fake image. But then I found out that it was actually used for the single I'm Upset as the cover art, right? So this was released way back in 2018 and you can see that same scorpion in front of the moon, right? And then it was actually on the tour merch that he used. So that's the full image right then and there, or right, right there. <laughs> and uh, you can see that the artist himself, Marco Gorley, actually posted and just said full artwork used on the t-shirts. And then right here, the track crop for I'm Upset. So instead of using the full thing, they just did that. But it really is something associated with Drake that Drake used on his tour merch. And the similarities here are to me pretty like exact because you still have the scorpion or the skeleton in front of the moon, right? Like skeleton raising its one hand in that gesture with the moon as the background. And here you have the skeleton raising its hand with the sun or that could be a full moon in the background. Like stylistically, clearly different, right? This is going from much more like fantastic realism where this is going like contemporary art deco with different color schemes and it pops. So it's not like plagiarism or anything like that, but you could make the argument that this is clearly referencing this or inspired by this. Why do that gesture? Why have that same background? Could it be coincidental? Of course, but given what we know between Drake and Kanye and their background, you do have a foundation for this being some kind of like, hey, Wes, can you do your version of this and uh, just don't make it exact, you know, <laughs> which I was kind of like interested in. But then uh, Brandon here sent me this 
And you can see that it's this combination of, or not a combination, but this comparison of Kanye's Na 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 cover by Wes Lang to the Day of the Dead movie poster, right? And if there's one thing that I trust that Wes Lang would know, it's Day of the Dead movie posters. Uh, this is part of the series like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead by George A. Romero, the movies that kind of kicked off zombie cinema and created the whole zombie genre, right? That is well and alive today. <laughs> but this I thought was a set of three posters, but this is actually just a poster for Day of the Dead. It's kind of this uh, squared off picture with the rest of the poster creating the rectangle showing the backing of the previous two movies. So Night of the Living Dead at top, Dawn of the Dead in the middle, and now Day of the Dead is the newest one. So it's a nice reference to the fact that this is the third movie in the trilogy without just plastering it all over the poster. Third movie in the trilogy. Um, you can see it's that same exact color scheme though, right? Uh, you have the circle, you have the color, and you have the like zombie figure there. I mean, different positions for the zombie figure, but clearly like the blue, you just switch it with pink. You have orange rather than just yellow, but absolutely the same kind of like, background and concept with just the skeleton a little bit different. So does that mean that Wes Lang took skeleton king image on the left and put it with the idea of uh, this George A. Romero Day of the Dead background and kind of smashed together both ideas. Was he just inspired by this one and put the skeleton over on the side because it's just what appealed to him, like mixing that zombie skeleton-like aesthetic? We won't know unless we ask Wes Lang, and unfortunately for a lot of us, we can't just be like, hey, Wes, question for you, <laughs> though I'd like to have that power at one point. Uh, but so for anybody that's like about to jump down that this is clearly inspired by this, we do have this as a counterpoint, which could just give another piece to the puzzle, right? This is how Westlang went from this, combined it with this and got this, or it's just Westlang knew this and used that as a reference. And this is just coincidence. Um, and then the thing that also throws a wrench into this whole thing is that now with the DaBaby <laughs> addition to Na Na Na, Kanye has yet another image being used. And you can see that it's this floating head inside of a, a similar aesthetic of having that dominant primary color with the secondary colors standing out. I mean, you even still have another yellow sun here, right? So like red sky, yellow sun, blue earth. Uh, you could even start to make, I guess this is less of a landscape, but pink sky, orange sun. It's a similar aesthetic. So is this just part of a series West Lang was doing and Kanye just happened to grab one of the images and he used it for Na 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 and then grabbed a second image? This would it be the first time that he's done something similar to that. Like this is West Lang artwork, right? If you just Google West Lang <laughs> and how much of this have you seen for Yeezus merch, right? Like Yeezus merch right there, Yeezus merch right there. Um, is that Yeezus merch? I feel like just so much of this was Yeezus merch. <laughs> uh, and then this was um, Jesus is King merch, right? In 2018, you could get the, or the Kids See Ghost merch, one of the two, but you could get this bird on a shirt. 
um, that he was doing. And I think even the skeleton was on another shirt that Kanye did. Um, so all the West Lang Kanye merch that has been used before, that's from Yeezus, right? <laughs> uh, has been using like legitimate West Lang art. But the thing that's kind of striking is that as you're looking through this, I'm sure you're thinking none of what we're seeing from West Lang here is similar in any way to this and this, right? Like maybe the that, just that skull idea, but the background, that use of color, it seems that a lot of his work has more of that sketch and uh, what do you call it, collage vibe to it rather than having a lot of finished colorations or even landscapes like these things being part of a scene like this is just a skull with some blue in the background this is just like a bunch of skeletons <laughs> uh same with this like you get a lot of collage but you don't get a lot of actual i don't know you don't see anything looking like that which maybe that's just the limitation of the google search and there's more to it i did find this piece right here which does have more of that sense of scene right you have this creature actually in fire and that there's moons behind it and more but then this kind of goes right back to collage and you still don't really see the use of color that we're seeing in the other pieces oh that's cool huh um that's really cool oh wow look at that one man <laughs> so i don't know if this is something where like these west lang pieces already existed so making that comparison to uh what marco did and what drake did is kind of silly in hindsight right because there's just no connection there but it is at least on the very superficial without any context just comparing these two photos to each other you can very easily see why somebody would think knowing that this came out in 2018 and just seeing this for the first time now being like, oh, this is clearly inspired by this or this is clearly referencing that. So this must be Kanye like having a subliminal at Drake or something. But I thought this was, uh, I don't know, pretty fascinating if you wanted to like art nerd out. I will, hmm, I'm sure there's going to be some people that are like, those two have nothing in common, which this has been a funny thing that I've only realized the last couple of years being on Twitter will where I'll hear something and be like, oh, this was clearly inspired by this other song or this line was clearly inspired by this other thing. Like the chorus for Rockstar and Popstar, Popstar by Drake, Rockstar by DaBaby, there is a similar concept being executed, right? And not a and there's similarities in what they're focusing on in the chorus in terms of announcing yourself as this entity, which is very broad in general. But just the fact that DaBaby had had so much success with Rockstar and then Drake has Popstar, which seems to just be a riff on the idea. It seems at least on that higher brow level that there's inspiration or like, oh, I'm going to do my version of this. But you say something like that and people often be like, no, it's not specifically matching enough for me to get on the same game page or same page and think that this was inspired by this other thing. Um, and I've seen that a lot with like lyrics and songs, the sound of songs. Like I thought the music video for WAP uh, was very similar to the music video for I Love It, just in the idea of having them going down the hallway and... <laughs> 
what that looked like and having that one scene in the video. Not that the whole WAP video was inspired by I Love It, but just that you could see how they might be making an allusion to it or a reference or taking inspiration from it. And pointing that out, people are just like, no, there's nothing similar to them. And it's like, you look at the hallway, look at the things on the walls in each one. The fact that both are wearing these like outfits in the videos, it's not an exact match. I'm not saying it's like plagiarism or copying, but you can definitely see why somebody would think that there's inspiration between them, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it's been something the last couple of years that I've found being uh an interesting conversation that is emerging when talking about art. Another similar one is just, does favorite equal best, which is another conversation that has emerged, where to me, like, not at all. You can clearly understand that, like, you have a favorite movie that you really like for personal reasons, but that doesn't mean it's one of the best movies ever made and better than things that you may not like. Like, I like Little Big League more as a movie than I like Shawshank Redemption, but I wouldn't try to argue that Little Big League is a better uh, cinematic undertaking than Shawshank Redemption. Like, not in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, same thing with, like, Disturb. Disturb is one of my favorite uh, music, I guess bands, but, like, it goes beyond band. Just when it comes to music, I love Disturbed more than I love some other groups that are arguably better. Like, I listen to Disturbed more than I listen to... I don't know, Madonna, but would someone argue that Disturbed is a better like musical entity than Madonna? Probably, probably not. Like, I don't think I'd make that argument, but I just like their music more. Hmm. And anyway, <laughs> uh, that's it for this video. If you're enjoying the channel and you want to subscribe, no, you want to help us out, then liking, commenting, and subscribing goes a long way in helping out, especially as we're trying to get to 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year. And then we are most well known for our podcast, Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West, which is a line by line song by song, album by album analysis of Kanye's discography. We spent 2015 to 2019 going through the discography a first time, right? And now we're going through a second time, taking everything that we learned in those first 100 plus episodes and applying it because there is a lot. Like when we started doing, uh, we were going like all first songs, all second songs, all third songs when we were doing some of those albums like the life of pablo had just released right so we're like part way through graduation when we're talking about like the life of pablo uh, for the first time and we got halfway through most of the albums before yay and kid see ghost came out and we were done with most of the albums when jesus is king came out so it's nice to be able to go back through the discography not only with a better understanding of the albums from having talked about them, but with the context that we've gained from having Yay, Kid See Ghost, Jesus is King all come out and being able to put these albums in context of where Kanye is currently at. Uh, so there's a lot of good material in there and it will definitely change how you listen to Kanye's music. And you can find those on patreon.com slash Kanye podcast. That's where the whole catalog is for $5 a month. But if you just want to try it out, right? Try before you buy, then on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts, we currently have our college dropout 2.0 season where you can go and listen and get a taste for what it is we do, you know? So that's all I got. Until next time, stay wavy and keep it loopy. Cheers. Cheers.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.